Hello and welcome to the Tasty Room Music Podcast. I'm Diana Lynn. After a 40-year career in corporate America, I took a huge U-turn and became a volunteer DJ on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Since 2010, I've been the host, programmer, and engineer of a weekly Americana Roots music show, The Tasty Brew. With this podcast, I'll be sharing conversations with artists and music industry insiders with the goal of entertaining and educating the listening audience, all while giving a voice to the music makers that are underserved or ignored by mainstream media. This edition highlights one of my most favorite things to do, have an aspiring and supremely talented young songwriter live in the studio with me on my radio show. I get to know each other chat, which may or may not include the world broadcast premiere of originally penned songs. Leah Sproul is most known for her work in the heartland with a western swing outfit called Cowtown Country Club. Although her bandmate Greg accompanies her most expertly on guitar and harmony vocals on the broadcast, the songs you hear are her own as she launches a solo project. I'm always humbled when an artist honors me with being the first to play their original music on the radio. I was not kidding when I said at the beginning of this conversation that Leah's voice reminds me of Leanne Rhymes and Patsy Cline. It's that good in my ears. Her personality, charming, and energy level high, is what we dream of in a radio interview. The woman has a PhD in music composition for crying out loud. We may be 40 years apart chronologically, but I believe Leah's soul to be an old one and I look forward to following her lyrical life. Enjoy this introduction to Dr. Leah Sproul. I am joined in the studio. I'm so excited. It's world premiere day. Yay! Leah Sproul. That's me. I was mispronouncing it the other day. I'm so sorry about that. You got it just right. Leah Sproul from Cowtown Country Club is here, and Greg is here as well. But you're playing a solo show. I mean, give or take, right? Well, Greg's going to play. He's going to back me up on uh, guitar and and some vocals, too, tonight. So it'll be the two of us. I am so enamored of your voice. I, I was listening to old guitar this morning, kind of over and over again. Before I got here, I thought... You know, for me, when I listen to something for the first time, it's just my way of listening or getting my ears tuned in. Who does that sound like to me or who does it remind me of or reminiscent of? And so I kind of came up with a cross between Leanne Rhymes, Courtney Marie Andrews and Patsy Cline. I'm, I'm going to take that. But I don't mean to say it sounds just like that. I'm just saying that's kind of what the timbre of your voice and everything reminds me of and oh. your ability to, you know, turn in, and the runs that you do and everything. It's just so, so really, really good. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I'd like to get to know you a little bit. Sure. In, in case the folks that are listening in have not got to see Cowtown Country Club or come to the song swaps that you've done for the Heartland Song Network yeah. or whatever. Are you from here originally? Did you come from a musical background? I was born in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but my dad actually grew up here. He grew up in Brookside, and so my grandparents are from here. My great-great-grandparents are buried in Forest Hill Cemetery. So, like, so yeah, so I've got some Kansas City roots, for, for sure. sure. Did you start out playing the guitar, or was the... I find that a lot of people have their first instrument as the piano, because that- mom made you make take piano lessons. <laughs> my mom didn't... I asked my mom if yeah. I could take piano lessons. She was like, oh, yeah. She had a piano teacher, you know, that would like wrap her hands and stuff like that, like old school. And and she was like, like a nun. And you want to do that? But we found it. We found a good teacher where we were. And and yeah. So did you have a piano in the house? Not initially, because that's kind of the big step. If you yeah, we had like a keyboard. Yeah, yeah, we had a keyboard. But for my, I can't remember which birthday it was. Well, my birthday's right around Christmas. I should I should say that. And so my my parents almost never give me like.
like a, a combo gift. They're very, you know, they were good about like keeping it. Set. This is your birthday right. special, and then it's Christmas. There was one combo gift, and it was my Baldwin upright piano that is currently in Dallas at, at their house. We had just moved into this house where we were, and there were like still boxes everywhere. And my mom is so clever. She had the piano like moved in somehow, well, like while I was at school or something, and they covered it in these like boxes. So like sight, like walking through the door, you couldn't tell. Like it just looked like the boxes that were always there that we had yet to unpack. Christmas morning, we get done unwrapping all of our presents and stuff like that. My mom's like, okay, for my Christmas present, we are going to unpack these boxes that have been here forever. And so we start like moving the boxes. Doing the big reveal. And behind all of these boxes is my piano. Yeah. So, yeah. I wanted to play an instrument. I wanted to take lessons, but we just couldn't afford it. You know, we didn't have a piano. So I got baton twirling classes. <laughs> Back in the day, it cost about five bucks. And yeah, the sure. So. so that's a wonderful story. Oh, that's a wonderful yeah. story. So you are, have you always been a songwriter? Yeah, I would say so. I think I wrote my first song in the fifth grade on the swing set. I can't remember what it was, but I was trying to think back of like, when was the first time I like wrote a poem and like sang it? Was it? Uh, Again, surprised at how many young people that I'm talking to now, expecting to hear that the first time that they wrote a song was in high school when they were pining over their first, <laughs> you know, relationship that went bad. But a lot of them said, oh, third grade, fourth grade. Really? I yeah. was barely tying my shoes, let alone having the wherewithal to write a song. Well, you guys are all ready to go before things get out of tune. Let's let's play, let's play a song. This is Leah Sproul. What what are we going to hear? I think we said Wild Heart Queen.
Feels we'll see. Hell yeah! <laughs> that sounded so good in my earbuds here. It's one of those songs about asking for forgiveness instead of permission. You know, you sure, just, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's that's a wonderful, wonderful song. Great guitar work. Yeah, that's Greg Gagne over there on uh, on sweet lead guitar. So you have this record pressed on vinyl. Yeah. How did, does Greg want to say how how did that happen? Oh, yeah. sure. Uh, so a couple months ago, I flew out to Tucson, Arizona, hanging out at the Lathe Cave, uh, lathecuts.com, or those folks. Uh, they do some cool work. Anyway, I took a camp where I learned to cut records, literally cut them with the old-style machines using a Presto 6N record lathe made in the 1930s. And uh, so those are hand-cut, cranked it in by hand, and doing it the, the old-fashioned Is it like the way. booth that uh, Jack White has at Third Man Records in yeah, Nashville? Very much so. Cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Did you start writing these songs that you're releasing now during the pandemic, or have you been holding on to them for a while and just coming out now? Or? Most, of, so most of the set that we're going to play tonight, that like started, it actually started February of 2020. That's when I wrote Old Guitar, which is the, the tune out today. And just, so just like after I started that song, all these songs just like started coming. And so it was just like two dozen, you know, just songs like over that time period. So it's just like particularly like <laughs> particularly productive time for me as a songwriter. Like I hadn't written really a ton of songs in several years like that, you know, and it just like never at that volume. So yeah, so pandemic was an oddly yeah, productive time. You know, I'm, I'm not a, a writer or a musician, but it seems to me that, you know, that pixie dust is out there. And if you've got your antenna up and you're willing to re- to receive it and you're open to it, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I think that some folks might have been really shut down at first and kind of like deer in yeah, the headlights, definitely not able to communicate to themselves or anybody else, let alone being open to receiving that, you know? Yeah. So how lucky. How lucky that <laughs> I, you're yeah, open yeah, to Yeah, very lucky. I mean, it's I a double, it's a double-edged sword i mean and we're not out of the woods yet we're still all just kind of finding our way mm-hmm. on how to do this yeah. you're gonna have a live show tonight good thing it's playing live is just so much fun i just i love doing it what's so it's, the it's a joy to get to what's do it again. the best part about it i mean is it instant gratification or yeah there is there's definitely some instant gratification to it i love that just like the energy in the room like when you get you know like when we get people listening to music and reacting and you know all you know i can't imagine people People not reacting, but when that happens, or if that happens, how do you deal? How do you cut? <laughs> oh, there have been there have been a few gigs that feel like dead. That That's you're just true. like, yeah, you're just up on. Is stage this thing on? Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's nice about playing with? But like playing in Catown Country Club and playing with Greg on stage, you know, we're all we're all friends. So it's just like we just get up there and get to have fun, you yeah. know. And so, so okay. even if nobody's listening, we're having a good time. Do you guys go on the road tour at all, or is it pretty much just the heartland that you stay? Uh, we've we've gone out to some some run out shows. We played in Nebraska with Cowtown. We went out to Colorado with Cowtown. So it's in our purview. But yeah, we stay in, in Casey and, and surrounding area. Well, I'm so 
thankful that we have the scene that we do here and that yeah. we have the assets like the Westport Saloon. I'm not sure what, if anything, Travis is going to do next because he is going to close down that location at the end of the year and everybody's boohooing about it pretty bad. <laughs> Gone through a lot of trouble to build that up and mm-hmm. I have a suspicion. I don't know this. I don't know this, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully something else. comes up, at, you know, if not Westport, then, then somewhere in the... Let's talk about, uh, what do you want to play first? Old guitar? Well, let's get right to it. Let's do the world premiere. Old guitar. This is the world premiere of Old Guitar with Leah Sproul. This is how 
Well, that was some perfection. <laughs> Leah. She's giggling because I said that was some belt buckle rubbing music. Yeah. Very, very slow waltz. Just fabulous. Old guitar. Old guitar. Yeah. yeah. Leah Sproul is in the studio with us, and we just had the world premiere of Old Guitar. Oh! Here on this 100,000-watt blowtorch of creative insanity. Yeah. <laughs> that is your community radio station. Sorry I couldn't get to the phone calls that were coming in while that was happening because we're live on the air. This is not pre-recorded, And <laughs> I do have a seven-second delete button, but that's about all the control I have over what's <laughs> happening right now. You're pretty much consider yourself a, a Kansas City girl. And w- yeah. were you educated here? I mean, have you had any kind of formal musical education at all? I came here about 10 years ago to study at UMKC Conservatory. I got my doctorate in composition there. So I would say I'm trained. Oh my lord, I should be calling you Dr. <laughs> Leah? You, you could. It's, it wouldn't be incorrect. Wow. So. You and, and the lady that teaches Russian. Gosh, it'll okay. through 3 o'clock this morning. She's a singer-songwriter <laughs> that plays out a lot. Megan Luttrell. Oh, okay. Getting ready to have a baby any minute. Oh. She's got a doctorate in Russian and language and Russian studies and stuff. And yeah. I'm always amazed wow. at the education that people have in our <laughs> artistic community because it's amazing. Yeah. A PhD. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a DMA. I should, you know. It's okay, Doc. Matter. It's okay. Do you teach? I used to teach. I taught at um, Avila University for a while. I taught at Interlochen Center for the Arts for a little while. But no, I kind of doing a different kind of day job and, and write for, for my heart now. So There is no, absolutely no shame in what I call a Joe job. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, the shame is on us as patrons and audiences that are not adequately supporting the arts here and being willing to pay a fair price for what it is you guys do. So whatever you've got to do to make it happen is 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 what you got to do are you guys willing to play another song live definitely definitely what do you what do you think something right or okay so this is one this is a sweet one do you ever get mad angry me yeah so that uh, that's been part of this year is trying to uh embrace some of my um anger there's there's a few songs i can't play them on the air yeah got it so but please don't get me kicked off to Westport Saloon, those will be in the, the set. Those will be in they're the good, set. They're good tunes for the saloon. Yeah, all yeah. right. <laughs> Just checking to make sure we've got fair and balanced here. Absolutely, but yeah, this, this is a more sweet one. Um, it's called Something Right.
was holding up And if I felt alone These times are not crazy These times are hard to bear But I told them time goes on And eventually we'll get somewhere Then he thanked me for taking in that little stray For taking care of family when he had to be away But I knew if he was in my place He'd have easily done the same And I felt his love surround me Just like a gilded frame When he said he felt like he'd done something right To raise a girl with such a heart as mine wonderful i wanted to share with you a message that i just got it said i just had to pull over and send a message the old guitar just touched my heart my husband's guitar has been done touched on its stand since his passing in 2017 what a beautiful song oh my gosh so isn't that lovely you just never know (laughs) i'm gonna cry i know it's just sweet thank you for thank you for sharing that for sharing you just never know you know who's out there and that's i mean that's why like this last year like you know all these songs have been coming out it's just like i just I just, want to, I just need to share them because mm-hmm. you don't know, you know, the connections that you're going to be able to make. Well, I, I make this analogy all the time, and I, I apologize ahead for people who've heard it before, but it, it is a holy trinity. I mean, it's like the art is out there in the ether. It's pixie dust, whatever, whether it's a song or a poem or a sculpture, whatever. And the artist is open to it, receives it turns it into something and it's up to them whether they want to release it back out under the ether to be shared if you want to keep it that's fine but if you're going to put it out there for those to share it's really kind of not yours anymore yeah and so the patrons and the people that are listening it's theirs now and it's just kind of completes this circle and i i just love to hear feedback like that so thank you for sharing your music and sharing your your art if if folks want to it can't make it to the show tonight which we hope that you will but if you can't how do they check into what What's going on with Leah Sproul in Kansas um, City? Yeah, that's going to be leahsproul.com. I'll have, you know, events listed when I when I get shows booked and things like that. So, yeah, that's Leah, L-E-A-H, Sproul, S-P-R-O-U-L. Well, let's, uh, I could talk to you all day. Uh, you don't have to. Yeah. We've got recorded. What what can you tell us about that that song and any any parting words that you'd like to share with, with the listeners? Sure, yeah. So, so you don't have to. We released kind of earlier uh, this late summer, fall. And that was like, that's a whole, whole lot of fun to put together there. 
There's uh, twin fiddles from my friend Heather Carney on there. Got, you know, bass uh, from Brian Padovic, drums from Jessica Sally, who's in Cowtown Country Club with us. Um, and so, yeah, so we spent this last summer kind of recording that and getting getting all the tracks laid down. And so, yeah, it was, it was super fun to put together. It's, you know, very Western swing, Texas swing. You know, that's the that's one of the styles that I really And it's great to. that you... Re- release this now because uh, Asleep at the Wheel is of course the the quintessential Western oh, yeah. band is celebrating their 50th anniversary and is on tour with their album Half a Hundred Years and I've been listening to it a lot and and I had just finished listening it to to it mm-hmm. when I heard your next no. song for the first time I thought oh, it's just such a perfect it's in the air. It's it in is the in the air. air it's in the air well, again thanks for coming in and thanks you're so welcome back me. to uh, anytime I'm on the radio you're you're welcome back I wish you nothing but uh, success and and I appreciate that you play here in Kansas. The city and are willing to uh, come in and share some time with us. This is You Don't Have To.